2: It's time for Curbside with the Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor.
0: Blues fall to the Oilers last night, 3-2 in overtime with Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. We're now joined by the play-by-play man of your St. Louis Blues, Chris Kerber, who joins us via the 101 ESPN Celebrity Line. Welcome home, Kerbs.
1: Thank you, Anthony. How are you?
0: Doing good. Um, unfortunately for our Blues here, we've hit a bit of a rough rough stretch. What did you see last night uh, that, that you either liked or came away frustrated by?
1: Nah, I, I didn't come away frustrated with last night very much at all. I That was more of the game that if you lose, you're like, okay, we lost it, Mm -hmm. you know, and I guess one of the things is you've got to just, you got to keep in perspective that, uh, you know, every game feels like it's that much more magnified because it had such an inconsistent up and down season, but you played well enough to win the game, you know, and, and some bounces didn't go your way, but that's one of those games where the outcome could have been different. You know, Robert Thomas going in on a shorthanded breakaway in the third period to try and you know, get the lead for the team and his pocket gets picked. Things like that. It, it, it's going to happen from time to time. So I thought there were some positives. I thought there was a lot to build on, and I'm much more encouraged about the upcoming games because of that performance last night.
2: Curbs, when you're watching Robert Thomas play these days, I mean, you know, what are you seeing from him that maybe we didn't see before? Or what? better yet, what are you seeing from him that the rest of the hockey world maybe doesn't appreciate enough?
1: I actually think, and while I don't think he'd be in the conversation at the moment, especially because of the overall team performance um, from a finalist standpoint, but I think if you're talking about, you know, expanding out to the top six, seven, maybe even top 10 uh, conversations when it comes to potential stealthy trophy, I think Robert Thomas is starting to move himself into that consideration. Um, you know, I'll, I don't know how many votes, if any, he'd get at this point in time, but he's getting there. And and that, to me, is the biggest thing with him. He's picking up points. He's playing every minute. He, he has essentially stepped into that role of Ryan O'Reilly and uh, that we saw. And I'll tell you what, when he's on his game, Jamie, he's relentless on the puck like Ryan O'Reilly was. You can clearly see that he learned from him, you know, and, and he's making things happen. I, I think even more consistency from his wingers, uh, would be a massive help to Robert Thomas' who's already I think having a terrific season but I think he responded well after the uh, after the benching a couple of games ago I think he said the right things uh, before the Winnipeg game I think he's performed well in the last two games and I don't think you're that far off from it being you know from talking about Robert Thomas for selkie consideration on a regular basis.
0: Curbs, I uh, did check my contract, and I am contractually obligated to ask you about the trade deadline. So, <laughs> okay. uh, Blues, right now, where we sit, given uh, the you know the 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 losing skid here, does has anything changed for Doug Armstrong, or do you think he already has his game plan, and it's just a matter of waiting teams out?
1: I think that Doug Armstrong has game plan A, game plan B, game plan C and game plan D. I believe that Doug Armstrong's probably had plenty of conversations with teams around the league about his potential UFAs, about maybe even some other hockey-type trades as well. I believe those discussions have been going on for a while. You know that deals especially now take a lot to do. You like, I'm blown away. Like It's pretty impressive for Nashville, for example, to be where they are, right? Be looking to potentially add to their team and still have the ability to take on cap hits from other teams to make deals happen and potentially get draft picks. Smart season there for Barry Trotz in that front. So, I believe that I believe that Doug has his plan now. Which plan does he go with? Well, I think you still have a couple of games to go to determine that. You're five points out of a playoff spot. You know, unfortunately, I think Nashville has a much easier schedule than the St. Louis Blues down the stretch. When you look at their schedule, uh, they play Minnesota tonight. So, I guess you got to root for Minnesota to win that game in regulation and leapfrog the Blues by a point because the Blues have three games this month against Minnesota. Um, But I think the next couple games will really dictate. In other words, if you're out of it, maybe you are moving an unrestricted free agent for a third or fourth round pick. That's not going to impact your team for five or six years. If you're in it, maybe you decide, heck with that, we'll just keep it and see what happens. Because I do know that he values making the playoffs. He definitely, making the playoffs does matter to him in a big way. And if there's a chance to do it, by keeping some of this team together, I think he'll do it. So the next couple of games will probably dictate which one of those plans he goes with.
2: Curbs, Coach Drew Bannister has not been afraid to make tough decisions. From the very moment he's gotten here, he's he certainly had some moments where he's he's done some things that you're kind of like, wow, that uh, takes some guts to do that. Uh, you know, the last game, he makes a couple of roster changes. And not that it took guts to do it. But he takes out a young defenseman in Scott Perunovic for the game in Edmonton. Inserts Tyler Tucker, who hadn't played in a while. So, in all fairness, to Tyler Tucker probably due to get a game. But in your opinion, you know, what's the path moving forward? Not so much for the Blues regarding Scott Perunovic, but the path moving forward for Scott Perunovic to earn more ice time and earn more trust.
1: It's it's a heck of a challenge, isn't it? I mean, let's face it; they're, they're two very different types of players. Uh, actually, and let's put a third one in there, Kessel, right? Uh, If you've got one or two opportunities, what is it? You know the Blues value size. Uh, This team values size of defenseman. The whole league does. It doesn't mean that there's not room for a smaller defenseman to play, but I don't know how much room there is for two of them. And right now there's two of them with the Blues, you know, and you've got a much more proven commodity with Tory Krug. The first thing for Scott Perunovich is, one, does he get enough games in? And I think he could miss a total of nine more games uh, and play the rest of them. If, uh, and, and then he becomes a group two free agent again, if my understanding of the math and the CBA is right. You know, if he were to miss nine more games or, or ten more games total, because other guys are playing in ahead of him, he becomes an unrestricted free agent. I don't know a real good answer to that one, Jamie. Uh, you know, he's been okay on the power play. He doesn't shoot the puck enough, and if you don't have a threat from the top of uh, at the blue line to shoot the puck, I just don't think it's good for your power play. So um, there's that aspect of it. You could see at times he'll, he'll battle with some of the size. He's got to skate. He's got to move. He's got to avoid contact. And, you know, he's done a pretty good job for the most part avoiding injury this year, he hasn't missed a ton of time for that. So um, it, it really is a great question, and I think even just comes down to more of a numbers game of what direction the Blues philosophically head in defensively.
2: Curbs, we're going to pivot to another young player, Zach Bolduke. He's had a, you know, a couple of games here now with the big club. And, you know, what are you seeing out of him? Are you seeing a bit of an evolution in his play? And does he look a little more confident? You know, in your opinion, you've watched these games. What do you think?
1: Man, I, I had no idea really what to expect because you got a, a young man there that lit it up in juniors. and And as he said, his quote to me was, uh, I, knew, I knew going into every junior, into every hockey game in junior, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to score a goal at some point in time or pick up some points at some point in time. That's obviously very different than at the NHL level. In the American League, they focused so much on his uh, two-way game and responsible style of play that they weren't concerned about his offense necessarily. And as before he got called up, that offense started to come around. I think he's played four very good. So for me personally, I go in with zero expectations when we see somebody for the first time for a while. Because as you notice, and you and I were talking about this yesterday before the game, sometimes you're a little wide-eyed going, wow, this game's going fast around me, right? So I think he's looked solid. I think Drew Bannister has used him sparingly in certain situations. As you and I were talking yesterday, philosophically we could have a great debate on should you just be putting him in there and and not taking him off that line, let him get face-offs on both ends of the ice, that kind of thing. But then You know, last night there were a couple of young blips and mistakes against, you know, Connor McDavid and some of you could definitely tell that Knobloch, the head coach of Edmonton, was trying to get uh, certain matchups for McDavid and Dreisaitl. And so you saw some of those young mistakes. But all in all, with averaging about, you know, 10 minutes a game now over four games, including the 15 minutes that he played in Detroit, I, I think that the Blues can look at him and say, okay, you've got a player that clearly has speed, definitely has a shot, Can it all come together at the NHL level? But there's definite potential uh, with him without a doubt.
0: Curbs, before we let you go, how would you assess Drew Bannister to this point?
1: Yeah, that's a – it's such an interesting question, isn't it? Um, He's hamstrung a little bit because he's got the interim tag. Sure. And and Jamie could talk to this more than I could. I can only talk to having talked to players. He can talk about living it, uh, you know, I don't know that players fully buy in to an interim head coach, you know, uh, and, and, and especially if things are just going okay. They turned the, turn the corner so well with Craig Berube, I don't think it was looked that way, you know. But when, when it goes well but not great, you know, how do, especially when you've got a lot of players that are still under contract, how, how does it go? I, I don't know where that sits with this team. I haven't had those conversations. I think one thing's for sure. And, and I've said this uh, on the air with some of the other shows that, you know, he may not have the size and the, and the bravado of that type of career that, that Craig Berube had, but he really is saying a lot of the same stuff. You're in your ice time. You know, we've told him what we need, either do it or we move you down the lineup or in the case, like captain, we moved him out of the lineup, right? Things like that. He, he's very direct with these players. Um, you know, I, I think he got to be encouraged. He, he's taken a team that for close to hundred games was below 500 They've played over five hundred with him. That's a positive. So, you know, I think it's fair to say that evaluation is still going on, and he's doing a pretty solid job keeping the Blues in the thick of things, um, you know, despite those other challenges.
0: All right, Curbs, enjoy a couple days at home here. Um, Well, I guess it's more than a couple days, or you guys don't have back on the road until what, Monday?
2: Sunday. 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 (laughs) A couple days, Anthony.
0: Anyways, have fun at home for a few days, Curbs. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: All right, guys, have an awesome rest of the week. You Talk too. to you later. All right, that's Chris,
0: that's Chris Gerber here in the Fastlane. I want to want ESPN. You can listen to
1: him on uh, Saturday, pregame, Blues Wilds, 4 o'clock.